hi this is the first episode of just me and my plants podcast um the first subject i want to go over or topic is having kids or being a mom i was just listening to emma chamberlain's anything goes podcast and it was titled the future and she was talking about her future being married her future you know being a mom or having kids and so this is a topic that I actually talk with with my coworkers at work um, friends at school coworkers at my other job um, and personally I don't think I don't think I want to be a mom <laughs> I think about having kids and I think about um, being a mom and going through giving birth and raising kids and just thinking about all of it it's pretty overwhelming um i remember talking about this with my coworker at school and they were talking we we joke around a lot actually about hating kids and we're just like oh my god we hate toddlers or we hate kids like they're just so destructive and they ruin everything like you try to go out and you can't because you need a babysitter or you try to go out and you need to bring your kid and they're you know obviously if they're not well behaved they're running around messing things up and so we were just talking about not wanting to have kids when we're older or when would be a good time to have kids and genuinely it's just scary like even the concept of just giving birth like having to be dilated um how many inches do you need to be dilated to have a kid? So your cervix needs to be 10 centimeters dilated to have a vaginal delivery. I can't even fathom that in my brain right now like being able to say like oh shit like I need to (laughs) I don't know being stretched out that much and going through the process of being pregnant and holding that child for nine months already sounds overwhelming to me um I I'm a middle child, so I was able to see when my younger sister, when my mom was with my younger sister, and seeing the struggles that my mom went through. Um, my mom had three girls, so I only experienced it once, um, or experienced my mom having one child, and then my aunt, um, who had three girls, I got to see her um, go through it as well, and just your feet swelling and sometimes your body entirely just swells up um them talking about morning sickness uh them going through mood swings and uh the weird like food combinations and all of that just it's so overwhelming but it's also very sad to kind of see them go through because it's like you're going through this alone sometimes single moms usually go through this alone obviously but sometimes when you're 
you know, at home, let's say you're on maternity leave, you're just about to give birth, um, and, you know, your husband or wife or your partner isn't there for you, sometimes you gotta deal with that, all of those emotions and physical pain by yourself, so I have unfortunately experienced having COVID. Um, I actually had got sick a year before, no, two to three years already ago. I got really sick and I'm convinced it was COVID, but that's a story for another time. So before that, I had experienced uh, really bad symptoms. Um, my immune system sucks a lot. I get sick very, very easily, uh, which is how I got COVID pretty quickly. Um, and going through that was very painful. The first time I got really sick, I was actually, my mom rushed me to urgent care and I stayed there for a day or two. Um, I was hooked up to an IV. I remember just shaking a lot crying, sobbing, because I was so scared, um, but I also was just in a lot of pain, and so that experience alone was horrible, so just thinking about, obviously, I know that pregnancy symptoms don't go, or sometimes they do last, like, the entire nine months that you're pregnant, or sometimes they don't and new ones arise and just thinking about going through all of that I don't know <laughs> it sucks to say and I feel bad but it's like I don't know if it's even worth it like I don't see myself doing that um I've told my friends at work and just friends in general that I've always I've always wanted to adopt um just because one, I know that I'd be helping a child or someone in need, um, and that is has like a really special meaning to me. Like I know that if I was in that position, like I would want somebody to help me out, and being able to do that just fulfills my heart a lot. Um, so adopting would definitely be something. I would be interested in or even having a surrogate um i know there are people out there who have pregnancies with no symptoms um never get morning sickness never get any type of swelling um no type of weird cravings or anything and so although i would love to have that i know that's not being realistic um so, obviously, I won't ever know until I do it, but just the thought of me being in control of that and me not wanting to go to that, I can obviously prevent, prevent that by never being pregnant. Um, but obviously, I still want to be able to raise a family later on in life. Um, that's another topic, too, that recently has been coming up along my friend group um not that i'm saying any of us are planning on getting pregnant but 
all of my friends are like, when, you know, like, when do you want to get pregnant? Or when do you want to have kids? Or when do you want to start and end having kids? And it's like, I heard my friends talking about it. And they were just like, I want to have kids, for example. I want to have kids um, starting when I'm 25. And then end by the time I'm 30. Like, I want to be done by 30. And it's kind of like, well, as much as I would want you know a roadmap like that or even an estimate I don't even know when I would want to start all that process like I know I've changed a lot over the years so I know that past me would say like oh let me start planning this out I want to have my first kid by this age and then end at this age and since my personality and mindset and perspective has changed I wouldn't say drastically, but I'm still evolving. I don't know when that all that is going to happen. I don't even know. Like, I barely know anything about being pregnant or being with child or having a surrogate or being able to. Like, I don't, just the idea of kids frighten me um, as much as I would like to have a kid. As I said before, it's scary. And I get pretty frustrated easily. So that's another thing that also scares me is with my child. I I get frustrated alone with my dog. Imagine me with the whole child. I don't think I'd be fit for a mom, at least for right now. Maybe my mindset will change later on and... I'm like, holy shit, I want to get married and pregnant and I want to do all these things. Um, It's just very overwhelming right now. Very scary. Uh, I am 22. So I know everybody's like, you got to start getting ready. Um, You know, when your 30s is kind of like your downslope and you don't know, you know, how your body's going to take to that. Or if you can even hold a child at that point, it's scary. It's all scary. And I was actually watching um, Selling Sunset, and a lot of the women on that sh- on that specific show are older. Uh, so a lot of them result to freezing their eggs, or are in the process of creating embryos in a lab, and so they are looking for surrogates or they're currently some of them are even trying to find a partner some of them have just frozen their eggs and have them there so that's great that definitely gives me ideas on what I could possibly do uh as far as thinking about explaining all that to my family my family is pretty and very understanding with the decisions that I make so I feel like this, although they would have some concern and just be like, just you do it, like get it over with. Like, yes, I wish it could be that simple, but I, it's a lot to think about. And recently, even my aunt has been thinking about, she wanted to buy a house before she got married and have kids after she got married so she had this like rough timeline and unfortunately we live in LA 
fortunately and unfortunately, we live in LA, um, and the market and all that just, it went up for houses. And so she was like, I can't even afford what I was looking for before. Like it just shot out of the water drastically and I can't. And so she's about 30 years old and so now she feels pressured to say like oh well you know what like maybe I should just give my mom which is my grandma I should just give her what she wants and I'll give her a kid and she'll be happy and it'll be fine and my life will be better and I get where she's coming from and I can feel the pressure and the energy that she has in my opinion I don't think it's a great idea just because I know deep down that's not what she wants like she I know my aunt very, very well because we think very similar about our life choices. And so when I heard her say that, or when I heard my mom telling me, because my mom is the one who told me, I knew it just wasn't the right decision. I knew it's not what she wanted. And I knew that it wasn't a great idea. Obviously, who am I one to tell her what to do? not even close to being there um I will always respect my aunt's choices and what she ends up wanting to do um and all all I can do is support her all I can do is support her give her my love and be there for her when she needs me and I hope that when my decision ends up coming if I want to be a mom or not or you know raise a family in some way or another I hope that that will also be her mindset and my family's mindset in that they will love and respect me and be there for me when I do decide to go on that journey whenever that is I wish I could have a timeline like of my other friends um I just I feel like timelines and whenever I would plan things out they would always just it, it always got messed up and so I never really was able to keep that up and I know that all I can have a rough timeline and say like well you know by this time or around this time I want to get married or I want to get pregnant or whatever it just never ends up going that way and I slowly learned that the hard way um I would plan a lot of things and so now I don't and I'm a little bit more cautious with my feelings because then I would overestimate and say like yeah I can do this or you know I got this it'll be fine and then sometimes those plans don't end up working out so I really feel like being cautious and mindful about situations like this or any kind of situation is important and now that I'm thinking about it and I'm talking about it out loud who knows I might I might not even be able to get pregnant for you know all that matter what if I'm that you know percent of people I don't know what percent it is um but what if I'm that percentage of people who just can't get pregnant like I just for some reason either bodily functions aren't working or whatever it is I don't know because I know that there are people and there are women out there who just can't get pregnant and that's the end of the story and they're just kind of like all right well we got to result to something else or we got to do something else so that's also something that I do think about is like what if I'm that type of person I just don't ever know until I do it but 
if I'm being honest, having sex without a condom, as scary as it is, I don't, I feel like I really have to trust that person to be able to do that. I, this is getting a little TMI, um, but just the thought of that is scary. So I don't, I feel like I'd be super anxious, super nervous about it. Um, so who knows what will end up or what I'll end up doing with that. Um, I just never really know. And going back to the topic of kids and having, let's say, a toddler at this point, I get really frustrated, and which is why I'm, I decided to not work with kids. Um, as much as I would love to be a teacher or as much as I would love to work with kids or have an occupation with kids, I just get way too frustrated and I feel like I, not trying to say like, oh, I'm smarter than them and some kids, yeah, but <laughs> being able to explain something and I guess bring it down to their level and if they don't understand it, I get really frustrated and I never really found out where that came from. Um, but thinking about that and trying to put myself in a mom's shoes and being like what would I do in this situation is scary and talking about that imagine when your kid is in a predicament or when they're in a crisis let's say like later down the line they're like oh my god like you know I didn't get accepted into this college like what would you do I barely knew what I was gonna do or what I wanted to do so being and thinking about being responsible for an entire human being and their life choices and you know being able to say like I am their mother this is what I want for them do this do that essentially for the first what 17 18 years of their life you're responsible as a guardian and parent to make all of their life choices you get to decide what school to go to, um, although I don't believe this, but you decide whether they get vaccinated or not, you definitely should get your kids vaccinated. Um, you get to decide, you know, how they look for the most part or the first couple years of their life until they can consciously decide what they want to wear. Um, there, it's a lot. And like I said, I have a dog. I have a beautiful a Maltese poodle named Lilo. Uh, I get anxious taking her alone to the vet. I've only done it maybe two times. Um, my mom helps me out a lot with her, and so I would get so no so nervous. I would get so nervous and so overwhelmed with taking her. Obviously, because every single time I would take her, it was. Um, some kind of injury or she had some kind of swelling um, for example she had an eye infection and I also noticed that her teeth were it looked it looked like they were rotting um, I swear I take care of my dog I really do but it looked like they were rotting and I got really concerned and so I was like well when I take her in for the eye exam they'll let me know what's wrong with her teeth and so I took her to the place, or took her to the vet. Um, it was during COVID, so over to the pandemic, and only I could go in. My dad um, drove me there because I didn't have my license at the time. 
but he drove me there and so I was in there shaking my dog was shaking she was nervous she was crying I was on the verge of crying I was texting my mom I was going crazy and I was like oh my god this is so scary like I I feel like I'm about to shit myself <laughs> and they end up telling me like yeah she has an eye infection here's some creams here's some medication as far as her teeth um you're gonna have to sedate her and I was like I don't know what that means um enlighten me please and they were like well you're gonna have to put her we're gonna have to put her on the table under the knife essentially um we're gonna have to put her to sleep we're gonna have to clean it and see what's going on um it could be rot we don't know what it is because obviously she was squirming around and she didn't let herself um she didn't let them you know touch her and, and she was already nervous as it was and so it, just thinking about that situation makes me anxious again but me thinking about doing that for a whole other ass human being it's just maybe right now I'm feeling nervous and anxious because I'm not ready for it but I have a feeling that that feeling probably won't change as I get older either I just feel like I'm not responsible enough to be able to do that I can barely make my own decisions, so I can't even imagine making decisions for somebody else or being able to do that. Um, I That's kind of like the only other way I can kind of explain my experience with why I'm very unsure on having kids or being able to manage kids or being able to have a family. I love how this is the first thing I'm talking about because I don't even have a boyfriend right now. <laughs> I don't. So first I need I need somebody to even impregnate me <laughs> at that. So being able to talk about that but also thinking about like do I want to be a mom in the future? I feel like it's also a good thing though because at least I'll know what what level I'm on if the question ever does arise with my partner um and I'll be able to explain to them and say like hmm, you know what this is kind of what I thought about uh it's scary it's overwhelming it's very stressful like I said I can barely take care of me and my dog being able to do that for somebody else I don't know um the idea of babysitting love it great I still I'm anxious about babysitting. I thought about it because you can make really good money there. But the idea of babysitting scares me as well because that means I am responsible for that child or being for X amount of hours. If something happens to that child in my care, that means I would have to take them or even dog sitting. Let's throw that in there too. Dog sitting, babysitting, cat sitting, pet sitting, any kind of sitting um if i'm responsible for that living thing for x amount of hours and i have to and something happens and i have to take them to the hospital i don't know how i'm physically gonna be able to pull myself to do that so just the thought of it is scary i don't know what i would do i would probably shit myself first and then try to figure out what to do um but that's kind of my rough, loose thoughts of being a mom. But the support system I have 
and forever grateful for I know that they'll always be behind me and I know that I will always have them there um but yeah this is the first oddly weirdly enough episode of just me and my plants um they love hearing me talk and they're just thriving growing sucking the life out of my bank accounts because <laughs> i love them dearly i was texting my brother and he brought up this really good point about you know just being a parent and like i had like i was saying throughout the podcast like i'm a dog mom or dog parent if you will and i also <laughs> the basis of this entire like or the name i guess of the podcast is just me and my plants um i'm also a plant mom so taking care of myself taking care of my dog taking care of my plants it's a lot already as it is obviously those are three different categories and you can even in my opinion categorize them by levels or difficulty so it would be being a parent of like a child or human being then a dog mom and then obviously the least um stressful i guess i would say is being a plant parent or a plant mom i love my plants dearly they mean the world to me um they're the one thing that i care about that <laughs> will care for me and love me unconditionally same thing with my dog uh i love my plants um that will be an episode i will talk about my plants and my journey being a plant mom um in another episode but all of those things i'm getting through them little by little but as of right now being a plant i mean sorry being a dog mom is already enough for me and i that's the thing it's like i don't even do it by myself i have my entire family to help me so if you will it's not just my dog it's a family dog so we're all taking care of her love my little baby lilo she is my fluffiest uh fur baby a uh, little cotton ball thing <laughs> i love her to death and she will always be my baby would i love her to meet my kids in the future one day I would love that. The idea of that is amazing, but will that happen? I'm not sure. Maybe she will be beat the record of the oldest living dog. <laughs> I wish. I would absolutely give her one of my lives or one of my one a year of my life is what I was trying to say. I would gladly give her a year of my life if that means that one of it got shaved off of mine. Um because I love her so much but yeah this idea of just being a parent and taking care of something or someone it's overwhelming as it is like I said earlier my plants absolutely drain my bank account all the time with buying 
food for them you guys are listening like what the fuck is she talking about <laughs> i buy my plants liquid food um fertilizer if you will uh i feed them every other week uh i aerate the the dirt soil that they're in um i change the potting so once they get big enough i change them out um what else i move them around in my room a lot so i have luckily two windowsills that i can put them on and you know i have a lot of succulents i'm moving my way into house plants so right now i'm growing a pretty healthy pothos and a spider plant they're both doing great one of them the spider plant is actually uh growing some flowers so hopefully i'll be able to propagate it and get a new plant out of that but that being a plant mom is already a lot being a dog mom is a lot too um i got thrown into being a dog mom first before a plant mom but the thing with being a plant mom is that the plants although they can give you physical signs of them not being or doing well um, it's just as hard as being a dog mom because the dog can't speak to you. They can cry, yes, and you'll see like, oh, maybe they're hurt or something's wrong or they have diarrhea or whatever it is. Uh, which is one of the downfalls of being a plant and a dog mom. Uh, you won't, you can't really communicate with them as well as you can with another human being. But even then, as a you know, as a baby, the baby can't talk. They can't tell you like my stomach hurts or I cut myself or I fell or whatever. Um, you know so they're all just they all have their downfalls or their pros and cons if you will so it's overwhelming and it's a lot 